on the Football Fignuts podcast. It is the day after election day. Did your senator win? Is your governor gone to the dumps? Do you even care? Hell no, we don't care. This is the Football Fignuts podcast. I'm Britt. I'm Craig. This is episode 69. <laughs> oh my. That's a whole lot of pudding. That's a whole lot of pudding. Uh, or if you're keeping track at home, episode two, uh, oh. I'm sorry, season two, episode 19. Um, it is the day after election day, so I felt the need to do this serious intro. But you know what? I am so freaking sick of politics. Even me. Those who know wow. me. Yes, yeah. that means it's bad. I have a lot of <laughs> political uh, views, and I am not afraid to share them. Craig started this podcast, the first 10 episodes podcast, before hitting the record button with, and we're not talking politics. Um, <laughs> so th- that's kind of my thing. Even I'm just like, screw this. Let's talk some DFS. Yeah, man. So here we are the day after Election Day. However you uh, liked, however you participated, we hope you voted. We hope that it worked out the best for you and your personal views and takes. And God bless America. And that's presuming you're in America. If you're not, in, if you're not in the United States right now, you didn't vote yesterday, and you don't give a flying fig. So, no. let's talk about some beer. That's right. You have shoved over to me so an interesting looking can. I I got a guy. Um, so per, it's not that Peter's ever going to listen to this, but guy I work with Peter. Uh, he he likes other half brewing, and he likes um the uh, Treehouse Brewing in Massachusetts. So he which has, we've had, which we've had of uh, both of them. But they always make different beers. Uh, so this time he was like, hey, I have way too much beer at my house. Okay. Um, I have some cans. I was like, sure, man. Just give me, make me a variety pack. Uh, so tonight, since I had we had two of these, uh, this is called Haze. It is a double IPA. It is a soft and dangerously drinkable beer with flavors and aromas of orange juice, fresh peach, and papaya. I like those. Offset by a gentle bitterness, it is intensely flavorful. So we're about to pop this open, but before we do, look at the bottom of your can, because mine has a message printed on it, and I want to see what yours says. <laughs> what does yours say? No TV and no beer make Comer go hazy. Yes, mine does as well. <laughs> nice. Nice little sneak of a Simpsons <clears throat> reference in down there. I know what? Treehouse just moved up the list in brewing. <laughs> Seriously, I want to, and I'll be honest with you, I looked at the bottom of the can because Craig has become notorious for seeking out new IPAs and not paying attention to right, dates. Right, like last time. We're both alive. Yes, we're fine. But he'll bring me a three-year-old IPA because you can't find it anywhere anymore, and he just doesn't think in the moment to check the date. He's just excited right. there's a new IPA. So my first thought is when he hands me this is, how old is this can oh, of Treehouse? Oh, no, these um, Treehouse, they rotate what they make, so it's always pretty new. Well, yeah, but I mean, if you if you bought this six months ago and he had it sitting in his fridge this right. whole time. Right, that's true. But this literally was born on 1030. Yeah, this is uh, a week and a half old. It's literally a week old, yeah. Okay, All right. let's pop this bad boy open. Go for it. And it's a bright, uh, nice shade of purple bright can. Bright purple can. Yeah, Deb would like it. Hi, Deb. Yes, hello, Deb. Breeze. Okay, I am getting off the nose. I am getting, I'm getting juice. All right, good, good. I'm Not OJ. The, I'm getting the tropical. Maybe I'm getting the OJ. orange. <laughs> but I'm also getting the hops. So this should be interesting. All right, I'm going in. All right. He's taking a swig. He is thinking about it. The can is down. He's contemplating. He's staring into nothing. I don't care for it. I don't right. think you're going to care for it, so I'm going to save you some trouble. Slide it over to me, and I will make it disappear so that you don't have to suffer. No, no, don't open it. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. No. No, no don't no, open it. I- I'm going to take wait. the bullet for you because you're my bud. Right, but if I open well, No, just don't don't drink you it. Don't. You're going you're gonna, to... You're gonna, oh, my you God. Sure? So good, Craig. <laughs> oh, my God. This is this is really solid. This is probably my ooh, favorite. Ooh, that is orangey. Yeah, it's probably my favorite hazy IPA. Um, I- I'm a huge fan of Too Juicy from Two Roads. This might be better than that. Craig, while I'm talking, is going in after it. 
Oh wow! Well, he took his first sip and he immediately reached for it again, like he needed to try it again. Ooh, I get a lot of I get a peach aftertaste. Yes, like a little he just bit. bit into a peach, not heavy, but a little bit. Yes, Ooh, that's good. That is really that's, good. And it's eight point two. Yeah, where this the is, hell is this place? It's in Massachusetts, and I'm willing to drive there, not in the winter. I, I think we need but to once, go in the once spring. spring hits. Are they just are they just retail? Or do they have a tasting room? Uh, no, they have a tasting room. We should go. Just do an overnight thing. All right. Because I have a feeling once we get there, we're going to be drinking all night. This might be a like a bro wow, trip. that's good. Yeah, this might be a bro trip. You know, on the back of the can, it does say, uh, where does it say that? Dangerously drinkable. That's, that sums that's a great description. That sums his beer up very nicely. Great description. Uh, yeah, because too juicy is also easy to drink, but like, you know, it sounds weird, but you know you're drinking an IPA. Yeah. Is that weird to say? This is a little bit more mild on the bitterness, but there's enough bitterness there to know, and particularly on the back end. After the juice fails, I get a little bit more bitterness, and that's really noticeable and nice. It's a nice flavor. Wow, that is solid good. stuff. Thank you for trying to save me, though, but I think I'll, I'll Yeah, right. I, I, I'm sorry. I tried to take the bullet for you. <laughs> but um, All right, so um, while we're on the topic of beer, sure. next week I will not be here, so you guys will be metricless again. Um, I apologize to our listeners, but I need to have a minor medical procedure done, and my doctor has already told me that I will not know what day of the week it is for approximately 36 hours with the medicine they're giving me. So consequently, I don't think some you want me here sitting here talking <laughs> more nonsense than I normally talk. Um, so uh, Cinch is going to come sit in. Cinch has one request. All right. He wants that rum barrel aged beer. All right. Cinch, if, I can, two weeks if ago. I can find it. I, I, I can will... tell you where I found it. Okay. And, 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 and hopefully you can pick up a bottle. He's accepting the dare. All right. You know, and let me say, this is a nice, this beer right now, This what is it called? Hazy? Haze. Haze from Haze. Uh, Treehouse is a nice change after last week we had a beer that was very old, yes. and the week before we had a beer that made us see the future in a bad way. <laughs> this is a really solid that, beer that to start off That pumpkin beer cast. was like, that. you ever see that, the prophecy cat? It yes. It puts a flower on its head. Oh, the prophecy is true? Yes. That's yeah. what that drinking that beer was like. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my god! Like I feel like that—that's that beer was really like having a a glass of scotch. Like, it was I feel, worse. I feel like I needed that on the rocks in a smaller glass. It was, and but you sip know what? On it. I like scotch, and I didn't like that beer. I would gladly drink six glasses of scotch before I would take another <laughs> one of those beers. It was that strong. Now the worst part is if you find it, yeah, Cinch is gonna take a sip of it and go, "This isn't that bad." <laughs> he loves strong flavored alcohols. He is well. He'll he'll be in a treat if we can get it. I, yeah, I, I hope we can. I hope we can. I'll look, I look for f- it uh, by next week. And if I it. am conscious, I will try to call you guys and give you a soundbite or something, or I'll send <laughs> you a burning hot take question. But just be prepared for that burning hot take question to be: Would Sam Darnold be a better quarterback if he had a unicorn at wide receiver? <laughs> because it may be that may be where my brain is at that moment. So. Um, I'm a little nervous. I won't lie. You know, all minor medical procedures, regardless of it. The moment you say yeah. anesthesia, that's going to make you forget 36 hours. That's enough of Time a warning. To take pictures with Brit. Yes. <laughs> and the best part was, so the doctors told me I can't drive that day at all. Craig was like, I'll drive you. I'm like, I don't want you having a record of whatever happens. <laughs> I mean, there's a pretty good chance I could walk out of the back room with my shirt on backwards and my pants around my ankles. There's no way I want you anywhere near being able to document what state I'm in. So, but I will miss you guys and I, I will, we'll get onto that. Let's move on to burning hot take questions. All right. All right. Let's see here. So let's start with Cinch's question. Okay. Cinch did send us a question. The Jags. All right. 
and Blake Bortles. And last week was our first Blake Bortles free episode. Since the season started. Since the season started and possibly beyond. Did the season for the Jaguars end when they beat the Patriots? Did the overconfidence kill the Jacksonville Jaguars? Craig. Wow, that's a good question. Hmm. I think uh, maybe... Maybe they got a little bit too cocky after that. They got a little bit too sure of themselves. And then once they lost two games, it kind of like fell apart on them. The but their defense, you know, their defense was supposed to be incredible. And it like not as what, good. what happened? Not as good as it's been the last couple of years. No question. Right. No question. I, I will tell you the answer to the question in my mind is yes. Um, whether it was overconfidence with beating the Patriots, that was the last really good game they played. Yeah. So that's really when they peaked. That's it. So um, for my money... The issue is they're not using Blake Bortles enough. You gotta use Blake Bortles everywhere. <laughs> Blake Bortles gotta play both sides of the ball. Did Fournette play in that game? No. Fournette is gonna be back this week for the first time ever. And you know who's gonna benefit from it? Blake Bortles. <laughs> Blake Bortles. Leonard Fournette is gonna have one rush for three yards, and Blake Bortles is gonna hit the other eighteen for another ninety-six. <laughs> That's what's gonna happen. I'll tell you right now. So, um, yes, I do think the Jags are dysfunctional. But here's the thing: <sighs> Blake Bortles is inconsistent. I think the kid's got talent. I think he's got refinement issues. The problem yeah. is the coaching staff. That's true. And I said this last year. Like You did. Blake Bortles, like, he has the wrong quarterback coach. Yeah. That is trying to make him be a quarterback that he is not. Yeah. He looks like he his the plays don't work for him. Like he looks rushed. Like he doesn't throw fluidly. No, I think on another I think on another weird. team with the right coach, like he could be his arm angle's been criticized. His release yeah. point's been criticized. You know, it's just, it, he's he's a work in progress, but you're running thing. out of time. You are running out of time. He should be in the prime of his career. And This is what, his third year? Fourth, I think. Hmm. Um, so he should be in the prime of his career, and he's just not there. So, All right, on to you. What do you got for a burning hot take today? So, um, before the season started, I was pretty confident the Jets were going to be the Jets this year. You were even with Darnold. right, yeah. Uh, now Darnold is week to week and he is not playing this week with a foot injury. So I just, okay. So before you get to your question, I yep. just heard conflicting reports on Sirius XM. Yep. I was listening to football diehards. Okay. And one of the guys said, Darnold is out this week. He's been ruled out. Yes. And the other guy was like, I don't think so. I think he's day to day. Oh, report I read is he's out. No, he's day to day. You sure? Yeah. Cause I read he's out. No, I read he's day to day. So I don't think there's any chance he plays this week, regardless right. of what his status officially is. There's no playing this week, in my opinion. So seeing how the Jets have been doing, yeah, and with this new injury to yeah. his foot, which we really don't know what happened to his foot, do you think the Jets should just shelf him for now? Because the Jets I, are not going anywhere this year. I think if he's less than 90%, you, you give him the week off. I, I agree. I think I know where you're going with this. Don't push it. Don't push it. Don't make something that's bad worse. Go ahead and use because it's not like you have. It's not like a Matt Barkley backing him up. It's McCown. It's McCown. And and McCown. I heard he one, started. He knows yes what he's doing. <laughs> I heard somebody say he is the highest paid offensive or highest paid quarterback coach in the league because <laughs> he's he. That's essentially what he is. Let him go out there. You're not making the playoffs. And here's shocking breaking news. <laughs> Here you go. You're playing the Bills. This is not going to be a major throwing game to begin with. You're going to rest on your defense. You're going to rest on your running. And we're going to get to that. You're going to be shocked. There is a jet in my value play this week that wow. people are not going to expect. Wow. And and for me, I'm going to use him. He is a, I looked at him and the more I was like, wait a minute, really? Wait a minute. Look at this situation. As I'm working on my projections, the numbers just keep climbing up in my head. And I'm like, How? wait, oh, that's right. It's the bills. And then... Darnold went out and all of a sudden my projections went up two points for this guy. So, oh, all right. yeah, I mean, I think, I think so. I think, I think you have to shut him down 
at least for this week. I'm not saying for the season, but let's shut him down for a week or two unless he's 95% or better and see where it goes. What do you think? So you're, st- <clears throat> yeah. So they should just watch watch him the way the Jags did with Fournette. Yes. And just if he's better, play him. If not, it doesn't really matter. And the situation the situation isn't dire. Right. Because they're not the they're bills. not going anywhere, and they're playing the Bills. It's the Bills. <laughs> you're not making a wild card, and you're not winning the division. Right. It's the Bills. <laughs> you know, you're not going yeah. to a mid range team where you might win or might lose. It's not. You're not playing the Colts. You're not playing, I'm trying to think of another good example. You're not playing Tennessee where you sit there and say, okay, this is a game they could win or lose. It's the Bills. So you're fully expecting the Jets to win this game. But by a mile, by a mile. And here's the thing. If I'm wrong, so what? You are already out of the playoff chase. Yeah. What does it matter? Yeah, I would say, you know, shelf him for as long as, as long as he's injured in some form, like don't push it because yeah. It does, doesn't matter at this point. No, I mean, everybody's walking around less than 100% at this point in the season. Right. But if We're, he's your future quarterback, well, he is your future yeah, future your quarterback. quarterback the future, yeah. And you don't want to make whatever happened to his foot worse, then yeah. just let it go. <laughs> exactly. So that's why I say if he's 90% or better, you go. You know, if he if comes he's in and goes. 70%? No. No. If he goes out there and he goes to warm ups and he drops back and he winces once, he sits. If he drops back and goes, man, I can't believe how good it feels. Let's give this a go. Then do it. Yeah. Because the reality is your defense is going to have probably two defensive touchdowns by halftime. It's going to be 14 to three. And then you could put McCown in for the second half and sleep like a baby because you don't have to win this game. True. Very true. Everybody sits there and goes, every NFL game needs to be won. Every game Eh, is important. Not after week 10. (laughs) Really? In week 17, you don't sit your starters and don't give a flying fruit. If they, (laughs) if they win or not, because you already locked into a playoff spot. Really? Every game matters. No. Some games don't matter. No, unless there's some type of contract statistic you're trying to hit. But yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So. All right. All right. So I have two burning hot take questions. Okay. I don't know which one I want to go with. All right. I think I'm going to go with the weird one. Okay. Le'Veon Bell. <laughs> Still has not reported. He's not. He was playing basketball today. Well, well, because okay, so that's where I'm going. Okay. The co- The common report is that he has found out that the collective bargaining agreement may restrict and change his free agency regardless of when he reports at this point. Okay. So he may be able to be tagged a third time. Okay. I have not looked into the specifics of this, but this is what I'm hearing. And that's what he's being told. Even if you report tomorrow, they can tag you a third time and you're going to be stuck with the Steelers. So he's thinking, well, screw it. I'll sit out. I'll talk to them during the offseason. I'll get them to tag me and then trade me. And then it'll be fine either way. Either way, I end up in another place for the start of the 2019 season. Right. Then there were reports that he was seen at a gym playing basketball in Pittsburgh. Right. And every, the internet lost its freaking collective mind. <laughs> He's going to report. It does. He's in Pittsburgh. He flew from Miami. He posted he was goodbye Miami. And then all of a sudden he's in Pittsburgh playing basketball. Okay, number one, those reports, the guy who has already reported it has no documentary evidence. No pictures, no photos, no video, nothing. He says he saw Le'Veon Bell. I can walk out your front door right now and say I saw Elton John walking up the street. Doesn't mean it's true. Valid point. So there's conflicting reports on that. Number two, even if he is in Pittsburgh, it doesn't mean he's going to report. True. He could just be there. Maybe he is effing with them. Has anyone thought about that? He is pissed at the Steelers. Yeah. He is pissed at how this has all played out over remember the last his, couple of years. Remember his Dairy Queen 
application. I was just going to say, this goes all the way back to the Dairy Queen application to try and embarrass the Steelers. You're not paying me enough. I'd rather work an honest day at Dairy Queen for $10 an hour than I would work for your organization when I'm underpaid for my skills. It goes all the way back to that. There has been this tension for over a year and a half. Drama. Drama. Craig. Yeah. Does it matter if he even comes back right now? No. And this is a multi-layer question, so okay. no. For the Steelers' season, for the real season, does it affect their ability to make the playoffs if he comes with back the way, right now? With the way Connor's playing, no. Does it affect DFS or season long if he comes back right now? Better question, the, if he came back this week? Yeah, let's say he reports let's and he say starts he, on Sunday. I would say no because you have no idea how he's going to play. I don't know what kind of shape he's in. And last year, don't forget, his first four weeks he were was horrible. Abysmal. Everyone, people were trading him. People regretted drafting him. <laughs> abysmal. And then he turned it on. Right. So when people say, oh, he's going to report the crap, he's going to so be good by, to go. No, so he's not. You can't risk anything so to hope he'd be good by week 15 because that's that's fantasy playoff time. Part three of the question. Okay. What would you do in his shoes? Would you show up and report and, and risk a free agency thing? Or would you just say, screw it, I'm going to make them tag me and trade me? At this point, I would just say make them tag me and trade me. There's no point... If I were him, I don't. I would not see any point in trying to play this year because why risk getting hurt for you know for no reason? Yeah, which is what his when his when his him. legs and knees still work and he can still sign a multi million dollar contract somewhere. So he's not going to risk that. So here's my responses to all of that. No, it doesn't matter for the same reason. James Conner has been fantastic. He's continuing to be fantastic. He's been as good as Bell would be. Yes, I just said that Steelers fans. James Conner is as good right now as Le'Veon Bell would be there if he was there the whole year. You, yep. have, you have a fantastic talent there. Roll with Remember it. Remember when Ben said it was his last week? Yeah. <laughs> well, I, we all hope Ben's good last week is Good coming, job, so. Ben. Number two, it doesn't matter for DFS or for season long, in my opinion. If you have stuck with him this long, sorry, Sean, you're an idiot. Every time I heard someone say, oh, he's going to report this week. Oh, he didn't report. Oh, he's going to report next week. He didn't report. Oh, he's coming during the bye week. He didn't report. At some, every week that you've held on to him, you have received diminished returns. His value has dropped. You want to know where his value is for me right now? Where? Dion Lewis level. Wow. RB2. RB2. So if my phone rings and our buddy Sean has him in our live league. Yep. Sean, who's been on the show before. If Sean calls me up right now and goes, I'm finally giving up on Le'Veon Bell. What can you give me? The answer is Mark Ingram. <laughs> the answer is Mark Ingram. What do I got on my roster you can have You can yeah. have for Le'Veon Bell? Would you trade him a pick? Mark Ingram. No. No. The answer is Mark Ingram. All right. And the answer would normally be Blake Bortles because the answer <laughs> is always Blake Bortles, but I drop Blake Bortles. Oh, and at a sidebar to our live league, I have to thank Britt for saving my season by trading me a receiver because my main receiver is now out for two weeks. <laughs> Yeah, but the receiver you sent back to me is awesome. <laughs> That's true. He's going to benefit well from AJ you know, Green being hurt. <laughs> I have another receiver. I could send you Tyreek Hill. You know what? I would. All right, here you go. You ready for a crazy idea? I'm going to put right. this on tape. All right. So I, I already have your number two pick. Yep. For next year. Right. I'll send you back the two pick okay. with Tyreek Hill. Okay. You send me your number one All and right. a warm body. Upgrade it to a one pick and give me a warm body. So the end result... Would be you'd send me Tyler Boyd. No, well, no, because you said. Well, no, I'm saying the overall. Oh, okay, the overall. all right, at all right. The end of the at the end of the ledger. Yep. It would be Tyler Boyd. Yep. Your number one pick. Yep. Joe Hammenegger. Right. I'm gonna steal the wrestling term, <laughs> and you would get Michael Thomas and Tyreek Hill. Done. You would do that. Yeah. You would give up your one at this point. Yep. You're that confident you can make a run this year. I think so. 
All right, we need to talk off the air. All right, All right that that, that conversation is going to happen. <laughs> that conversation is going to happen after Britt has a second beer to boot. Which, by the way, do you know what the beer in the cooler is? What is it? Oh, it's that time again, ladies and gentlemen. It's not time for two hundred and fifty dollars worth of pudding, but it's time for holiday ale from Two Roads Brewing. So, nice. Cue the music. So anyway, okay. So that's um that's our bring hot take questions. I, the other one was that the Des Bryant impact. I will almost see a week because I don't think Des is coming in this week and playing right away. So we'll right. have a week to figure out where Des is going to be and to really kind of formulate our thoughts. So we'll move on from that. But now it is time for America's favorite game. Okay. It is time for Predict the Lines with Cryag. I have in front of me the lines. Oh, God. They just got huge on my screen. Oh, Hold dear. On. Hold on. We have... Please some... stand by. Stand by, please. Oh, here we go. I got it. I got it. I have on my screen the yeah. Week 10 over-unders with predictions by Bleacher Report. Every week we bring you these over-unders. I download them on Wednesdays from Bleacher Report. They do a fantastic job. Check out BleacherReport.com. This week, I have three games okay. that are 51 and a half or better. All right. And three games that are 43 or lower. Oh, so normal. We're closer. Normal-ish. We are closer to the normal. guy. And by the way, that one game last week that was 60, that Rams-New Orleans, Yep. Craig and I were out seeing Jason Mewes at a comedy club nearby, and I looked up, and at the start of the third quarter, it was like 58 points scored, and I just looked at him. Looked at him. I was pissed, by the way. Why? Really quick, sidebar. So when we were sitting in the club, I looked yeah. at Craig, and I went, I'm having a great week in DFS. I have more than doubled my entry fees. <laughs> Something yeah. happened in that Denver Indy game. I don't know what the hell it was. But all of a sudden, I went from doubling my money to breaking even. Don't you hate that? Oh. That's the one thing about DFS. And I don't mind it early in a set. But when there's less than a minute to play in the fourth quarter, and all of a sudden, you get passed by 45 guys, literally 45 guys pass you yep. and knock you out of the cash. And New Orleans is up by 10. So they're like, oh, we're going to take a knee on the ball and just run it with like some random guy. No, that killed <laughs> me. Oh, it was terrible. So I had another break-even week after I was all excited I was going to have a good week. How was your week in DFS? Did you make money? Uh, let's see. I broke even uh, DraftKings. Uh, I put in like, yeah, I didn't get any money back in DraftKings. But FanDuel, I did good. I won a little tournament. I so, do it every week. Overall. Overall, I may, I was plus. Yeah, I was just going to say, I, I know you showed me that that winning week. And I was like, wow, that was that's pretty solid. I can't imagine you would have ended up any worse than break-even. So. All right, so on to the lines. Okay. You want to do the the high guys first or the low guys first? Uh, let's do high. Three games. Three games over what now? 51 and a half is the line. So All 51 right. and a half or better. And everyone has a line this week. Oh, okay. Let's go uh, Saints-Bengals. The New Orleans Saints at the Cincinnati Bengals. The over-under is 54. It is the highest Oh, over-under. The Saints being in the high is kind of just a safe a, bet now. given. It's just a given at this point. Because their defense is awful. So. <laughs> and because they throw the ball everywhere. Yeah. Ted Ginn didn't play last week. He still had three catches for 36. <laughs> Never saw a snap. I think he was hurt. <laughs> I mean, sitting on the bench, he somehow was on the balls in his hands. He's like, and then the referee's like, running okay. over, waving his arms in the air, like completed catch. Like, what? How the hell? <laughs> Drew Brees is magical. All right. All right, now. so that's the first one. So that's All right, a yes. Let's say, wow. All right, so I'm basing this on this team should score most of the points by themselves cardinals at chiefs incorrect okay cardinals at chiefs is a 49 and a half 
Oh, it's close. Now you're ready for the line on that game. Okay. The Cardinals are getting 16 and a half points. <laughs> you being a Chief fan, would you take that? Well, let's see. Let, let's do the let's do the projected total there. So right. round it up to 50. That means 25 each side and a swing of six and a half. So eight points either way. So that means they've got the Cardinals losing 33 and a half to 17 and a half, roughly. I, I can see that. <laughs> can you see a 33-17 final in favor of Kansas City? Yes. I'm going to go no. I think Kansas City is going to run it up on them. I do. I think Kansas City is good for 45 points by themselves this week. But even that, I can't say I would take the over or the under. I wouldn't. I would probably. I would take Kansas City giving, but Kansas City giving 16 and a half points. So would you take the Cardinals or the Chiefs in that? No, I would take the Chiefs. I think the the final score of that game is like 45-3. I can see that. I do. I I really do. But that's only 48 points, so that would technically be the under. Yeah. You know, the Cardinals get a defensive touchdown somehow. I mean, Mahomes isn't God. I mean. No, he throws a lot. All right. Does. All right. So that's, so that's gonna, strike one. So same kind of thing. I'm going to go Chargers at Raiders. Wrong. Damn. Chargers at Raiders is a 50. You missed it by a point and a half. Um, Chargers are 10-point dogs. So that means they're expecting that game to be 30-20 to 20 in favor of the Chargers. Do you buy that total? Yes. What I was really amazing Projected fancy points for Rivers versus Drew. Oh, my God. Rivers is higher. I don't see... Only because the Saints are playing... Well, for me, it would be because the Saints are playing outside in Ohio. Saints are playing outdoors in November. Yeah. In November. In Ohio. A red battleground state. (laughs) Ohio is a desperate place. No, that's not really Uh, true. Well, Cleveland's always a desperate place, but that's besides the point. That's true. Wow. Um, I don't don't know if I like that line just off the side. Chargers at Raiders, 30 to 20 would be a total push for Vegas. That's what Vegas wants. Vegas wants to see thir- Chargers 30, Raiders 20, because then nobody wins any money. True. It's a push on the line, and it's a push on the over-under, and everybody in Vegas is happy. I don't see it. I don't see the Raiders getting that many points. I And I don't no, see the, the Raiders are awful. I see the Raiders getting to 10, and I don't see the Chargers getting to 40. So to me, I will take the under and I will stay away from the uh, wow. minus 10. Who else? This is a rough week. So that's strike two on Craig. Damn. All right. Man, these games are bad. I can't see any of these games going over. All right, let's go. There's still two more. There I know. Let's go Seahawks at Rams because Rams defense isn't that great. Seattle at Rams is a 51. You missed by a half a point. Oh, come on. Strike Damn. three. I am out. The Hawks are a 10-point dog. At the Rams. Okay. Uh, the total is 51, so that means the implied total is 25 and a half, is 30 and a half to 20 and a half in favor of the Rams. Damn. I think the Rams are going to score more than 30 points on the Seahawks. They are. And I don't think that the Seahawks are going to score 20. So I would say take the Rams at home, giving 10, and sleep like a baby. All right. So who are the other two? The other two, and you're not going to believe it. I'm probably not. Redskins at Bucks. 51 and a half. Really? The Redskins defense is d- decent. Fitz, magic. It doesn't matter. The defense doesn't exist. That's true. Fitz just comes in and like, oh, I'm just going to throw a pass. Did you remember the old show Bewitched? Yes. She would twitch her nose and weird things would happen. His yep. beard twitches and that's weird things tr- happen. To that's a valid point. So that was the second one. The third one, I don't buy this one at all. Oh, God, it went away. Oh, no. Damn you, tablet. Panthers at Steelers. Really? 51 and a half. Both of their defenses are pretty decent. I can't see that game uh, being high scoring. And the Panthers are four-point underdogs in Pittsburgh. I would take Pittsburgh in that case. I will take Pittsburgh getting four, and I will take the under. Thank you kindly. 
Uh, that game, in my mind, uh, Bleacher Report has it at 24-20, which would still be the under. I have that game at about 21-17. Yeah, and, I can see that. And I would win all day long on that. Unfortunately, Connecticut still has not gotten bored, the sports betting thing. So One day. One day. One day. So now that's the highs. All right. Let's talk about the low. Three strikes back on the clock. Craig right. struck out in the highs. I did. Can how you many, give me the three how many lowest? Three low, right? Nothing higher than 44. 44 okay, is the let's, highest. <laughs> let's go Bills Jets. Bills Jets is a 37. <laughs> the Bills are seven and a half point underdogs. Okay. So doing the math, that's 18 and a half points minus four roughly. So that is 22 to 14 Bills. Roughly is the implied total. Yeah, I don't, I I don't see the Jets getting. To, well, the Jets could get to well, twenty-two. They could get to twenty. They can get to twenty-one. Do you like the over the under there at thirty-seven? Though you know both of those teams, I can see. I can see either one of those teams just going off. So I may take the over on that. I see neither of them going off, but I will take. I will take the Bills getting seven and a half. <laughs> even though I, even though they're away. Yes. Yeah, I, I think that's going to be like a five-point game tops. That's right. me personally. All right, so that's one. You got that's the first one. one. All right. Three Next strikes one. left. Two more. Giants 49ers. Correct. Giants 49ers have an over-under of 44. Who's the 49ers quarterback now? Uh, Mutton. Uh, Mud. Mullins. Sure, sure. Mullins. Sure, Mullins. Sure, sure. Nick Mullins. Also. Who's <laughs> that guy? Does it matter? No. The Giants are three-point underdogs, and most Vegas insiders will tell you three points is what you get for playing at home. So this is a neutral field pick em. And San Francisco gives three points because they're at home. It's an implied total of 44. That means 22. So that means 23-20 is the rough estimated total. Okay. Where do you see this game ending up? 23-20 uh, would technically be under. It'd be 23.5 to 20.5, technically. Yeah, I can see like, yeah, yeah, 21-24. I would not touch this game from a betting line perspective. Would no. not touch it. If and you I'm had not going to touch one, it from a DFS. If you had to pick one, would you pick the 49ers? I'll take the Giants. All right. I'll take the Giants, but I would not touch it. Would you touch it from a DFS perspective? Who on the Giants are you going to use, and who on the on the, the Niners are you going to use? I mean, I feel like you always have to use Odell, like just in case, and George Kittle. I'm not big on the Kittle train. No, you're still not on the Kittle train. It's not on the Kittle train, but I am on the Saquon Barkley train. If you tell me I got to use one guy in this matchup, it's Barkley. All right, All right. it's Barkley. But yeah, Odell is going to be a top five in the projections. You got to see that coming. So, all right, so you got the first two. Give me the last All right. one, dude. Let's see, Cowboys Eagles. Because the Cowboys, Cowboys are Eagles. a dumpster fire. <laughs> so he says Cowboy Eagles. I don't know if people just heard that, but to celebrate Craig getting it correct. Woo! That's holiday, oh baby. And bottle is open. Uh, they have an over-under of 43. Okay. Uh, the implied total would be roughly 22. This line is six and a half. Cowboys say they're getting uh, three... Divide by pi. 19, 25, 19, roughly. That's yeah. A point over. I mean, 24 and a half to 18 the Eagles, and a half. I hate these half points, but yes. I know. The Eagles are just disappointing this year, and the Cowboys really don't even know what they're doing so at all. So you, you, you've struck out on the overs, but you got all three unders I did. right away. I did. So you're able to completely identify the, the losers in the group. So <laughs> I've so. been a Bengal fan for a long time. All right. So recap. Games to avoid from a fantasy perspective. And this doesn't mean you can't use anybody. No. It means games to avoid it based on what the Vegas totals are. And statistics have shown Vegas totals are a good indicator of fantasy performance. Not for individuals, but for teams. If your team has one of the lowest over-unders of the week, it means they don't expect a lot of production. They expect a defensive battle. 
If it's higher, it's better. So teams to avoid. Buffalo, the Jets, Dallas, Philly, the Giants, and the Niners. Teams to embrace. Redskins, Bucks, Saints, Bengals, Panthers, and Steelers. So that's uh, yep. that's. So the, would uh, you would you take in the low game? Would you take one of those defenses? I might, Rabbit. Hmm. I might, and that would be based solely on salary. Let me make that crystal clear. To save money, you yes. would take the Bills defense. <laughs> that's a good chance. Even though they're at the Jets, it's a good chance. The Bills defense is not terrible. They didn't play really well last week. No, overall they're they're not bad. No, they're not. They're not. So. All right, we're about halfway through the show. That brings us to everybody's favorite part. It is time to look at the metric. Woo! Now, I have to be honest. I was very busy today. I did not get a chance to do the metric in its normal uh, time frame. So give me a second. I'm downloading it as we speak. All righty. Okay. Have it on the screen. Okay. As always, these are based on DraftKings values, but they are not. We are not going to give you full lineups. We're going to give you folks that we like. If we have time, we may throw together a lineup and leave out one key position because we do not want to violate the DraftKings terms of service. Um, these are just suggestions, and we are not responsible for your gambling losses. So, Oh, that. dear God. <clears throat> and Craig is reacting to the quarterback list. Wow. I, I'm going to drink something. Go ahead and take a, a drink. All right, so as always, these are not the guys who are going to be the best this week. These are the guys who provide the best value. There are 11 quarterbacks this week <laughs> that uh-huh. I have slated to start with 4X value. I'm just going to run down the list and we're going to talk about who I like. The following guys all have strong value possibilities. And again, there's 11 of them. Marcus Mariota, Dak Prescott, Carson Wentz, Russell Wilson, Eli Manning, Matt Ryan, Blake Bortles. Baker Mayfield, Brock Osweiler, Alex Smith, Andrew Luck. Brocktober. Brocktober is over. <laughs> this is Mo Turnover November. Okay, Craig, you just heard 11 names. <laughs> all of them at different salary ranges, different projections, but all of them in my value range of at least 4X. Yeah. Which one do you like? Oh, man. I'm going to drink a holiday ale. <laughs> yeah, you, you do that. Does it taste different this year? You haven't had it yet? No. Well, you had one in my house the other night. During pumpkin carving, oh, you I drank did. one. Yes. No, it tastes, tastes the same. Yeah, it was tastes really good this year. It's one of their wow. most consistent beers, in my That's opinion. That's true. Like Rosemary's Baby changes. Because it's aged in the rum barrels, yeah. this guy is pretty solid year in and year out. Love Holiday Ale. It's a Get good used beer. to it. It's about, about, <laughs> about eight weeks of me drinking it. <laughs> wow. Based on matchup, ooh. I might have to go, it's a little pricey, but Matt Ryan or Russell Wilson. I'm looking at Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan's 6,200, but it's against Cleveland. Here's why I don't like it. It's in Cleveland. It's in Cleveland. Oh, another dome quarterback playing outside in Ohio. Exactly. So who's the other one you liked? Russell Wilson? Yeah, because the Rams defense is not spectacular. No, and he's going to have to throw a lot because the Rams are going to put up points. Yeah. Bottom line, honestly, and the universe is not going to like this, I like Marcus Mariota this week. Against New England. Because he's going to have to throw. It's in Tennessee. Brady has not looked spectacular the last two or three weeks. He just has not looked great. We have benched him in our podcasters league um, for Jared Goff. So I am am looking at Marcus Marcus Mariota. And that's going to become clear because I think God help me for saying this. (laughs) <laughs> and please, everybody, this is Brick going out on a limb this week. I am not happy with my DFS right now. I think there's a Tennessee stack out there. Wow. It, you're going to say Corey Davis, aren't you? Two days ago, I texted the the, the podcasters group. So it's me. The, the football fig nuts are essentially me and Craig and a lot of guys who come in and contribute. We have a contributor's 
thread on internet. It's everybody who's been on the show, basically. Essentially, yes. Uh, except for Keith, because Keith refuses to get an iPhone, and so he can't. Yeah, and those messages are green and they're ugly. Yeah, yeah. And I just I haven't figured out how to change the thing yet, and I've just been lazy. So me, Craig, Cinch, Adam, Sean. Yeah, we're all there. All right. And I said, I am done with Tampa and Tennessee. I'm I am so not, done with, t- with Tennessee. I am not using them anymore. And then I do the metric this week. <laughs> and I look at the matchup. It's at home. New England gives up chunks of points through the air. And I'm like, Mariota's a value. Got to think about it. And then I look. All right, well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm not going to do Mariota. I'm done with Mariota. Who's the next right. guy down the list? Dak Prescott. No. No. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Who's the next guy on the list? Carson Wentz. Ooh. Yeah. At home. Ooh. Huh. Against Dallas. Oh. Uh. Divisional matchup. I hate those guys. All right. Well, one more list. Russell Wilson. Next. <laughs> and then I got the re- uh, Eli Manning. No. No. We're, we're, this no. conversation is over. This press conference is over. You don't want to do an Eli and uh, Odell stack? and Odell stack? I don't know that I could afford it. If time permits, we'll try it. All right. So I'm looking at Mariota, but there's a ton of guys out there you can use. The only guys I'm saying don't use, I'm not using Andy Dalton. I don't trust it against New Orleans, um, and he's high. Derek Carr is dead to me. Um, I'm not using Josh Rosen, and I'm fading Phillip Rivers. Rivers has got a great matchup, but they priced him up to 6K. I can't do it. Well, Matt Ryan's 62. But he's going to score more points. True. That's where I'm at. I I think, in theory, he's going to score more points, but I I may fade Ryan just because he's outside too. So for a value play, I'm looking at Mariota. Craig likes the Ryan or Russell thing. Running back. All right. Stay with me here. Stay with me here. Here's where it all goes completely off the rail. All right. This is the week. There's only like four, uh, six names that are value plays, and I dislike most of them. I love Deion Lewis this week. So there's your stack smell. And even though the number is low, I love Elijah McGuire this week. Why do I love Elijah McGuire? Why? Because he's still backing up Cruel, but Powell's out, and he's only 3,400. So is he getting into the games? Yes, he's gonna get in there. He if he and he's been stealing goal line carries. If he gets in the end zone once and gets ten yards, he has value. <laughs> he has one carry for eleven yards in the touchdown, and the dude. Oh, so that's that's only two x, but it's there. Right, it's there. So I am gonna save money at running back by using Elijah McGuire and probably Deion Lewis, and then saving that money so I can pour it into a high quality flex. The other guys on this list, Jamal Williams, I've got it because he's only 3,500. I'm not big on that. Mark Ingram fumbled like on his first carry last week. He did. And they let him sit for like a quarter. I don't know. I like, I love Mark Ingram. Don't get me wrong. I really do. But I don't know that he's usable in DFS. Mike Davis, I'm still not sold on this Mike Davis BS. He's only 4,300. I just don't see the project, the, the, the projections as being accurate. And then lastly is Jordan Howard. And wow, this is intriguing. Cohen, huh? Because of the cost. Tariq Cohen's at 5,500. Jordan Howard's 4,700. Cohen, I've got tagged for 15 points. I've got Jordan for about 14 and a half. So in my mind, they're equally split. But Jordan Howard is so much cheaper, he has a shot to make value. All right, so Craig, you got to use at least one, maybe two of this list. So McGuire, Lewis, Jamal Williams, Mark Ingram, Mike Davis, Jordan Howard. You got to use one. Got to use one. And I'm saying if you had to use two. I think I would go with Jordan Howard. Good choice. And uh, how much is he? I would say Elijah just because of the money. And that's it. I can spend up in like receiver. Elijah McGuire is a fantastic tournament play this week, guys. He's the new Alfred Morris. (laughs) 
Yes. <laughs> he is my new Frank Gore. I can't quit you. By the way, if you look down, Frank Gore is number 11 on my value list because he's back down to 3,500 and I have him at 10.3 points. So he's just under the 3X line, but I'm not convinced. So, all right, moving on. Cause we're running out of time quick today. My God. Really? Yeah. No, f- I'm looking at the receiver list. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Stay with me here, folks. It's about to get weird in here. Oh, dear God. Have you ever been in a situation where you're like just enjoying yourself and then somebody walks in and says something just completely out of the ordinary? Like a guy walks in in like shorts and like a puffy yeah, pirate our, top and goes, it's about to get weird in here, kids. Our friend John has done that to me several times. Yeah, okay. This is essentially what the wide receiver list is like this week. Just an aside, Craig and I went to Voracious Brewing this week. We did. We did. For my birthday. For his birthday. Happy birthday to Craig, by the way. Thank 41? you. 41? Two. 42. Guys, it's been two years since we sat at the bar and drank ourselves stupid on your 40th? Yes. My God. Time flies. Yeah. Um. All right, so Voracious. Yes. Liked it. They're, they they had 18 different beers That's on tap. That's a lot of beers for a little brewery. Like 15 of them were it's theirs. It's not a big place. 15 of them were theirs. They had one guest tap and two ciders. Yeah. Wow. It's awesome selection. It was, the selection was epic. It, it, the pumpkin beer, beer was actually pretty good. Yes, and it didn't make me want to die like the pumpkin beer we had here last week. <laughs> um, it, was it the best beer I've ever had? No, but with that variety, I could have sat there all day. Yeah, we sat there for, I, and we sat there for four hours. We did. That's why I was doing flights because there was so much to. There, there was just taste. so much to take in. So. <laughs> um, thank you to everybody who showed up for that as well. All right. Anyway, back to the wide receivers. All right. So things are about to get weird, kids. My number one. Value play. Number one guy. Okay, so let me just say, I don't like number one, number two, or number three. <laughs> then I get to number four, and I'm like, ooh, I could see that. Number five, I'm like, oh, yeah. And number six, I'm like, I can't, uh, I can't get behind number five. Yeah. You can't get behind number five? No, I drafted him and regretted it. <laughs> but it's DFS, and we're already using that stat. Uh, that's true. So number five that's on my true. list is Corey Davis. <laughs> He's down to 4,500. But again, Mariota's got to throw somewhere. Where is he throwing other than Corey Davis? And he's going to have to throw. Yeah, they really... I can't tell you another receiver in Tennessee. No idea. Hajay Sharp? Is he still there? Uh, maybe. I can look it up. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> maybe. All right, okay. you go on with the list. I'll look it up. All right, so here's the actual list. Adam Humphreys. Don't like it. He's too inconsistent. 3,900. So Humphreys is a tournament play, and he's a stash and hope. Kev- Kelvin Benjamin. I'm just going to say this. <laughs> Five simple words. Kelvin Benjamin plays for Buffalo. The (laughs) The end. Anthony Miller. Uh, I don't know enough about Anthony Miller. I got to be honest. I'm not big on the passing game in Chicago, so I really don't know. My next one is Josh Doxson. Doxson's at 4,300, and I've backed him before, which is what makes me weary, but Tampa gives up a lot of yards through the air. I think Washington and Alex Smith could could capitalize that. Not enough for me to use Alex Smith, but enough for me to use Josh Doxson, maybe. Corey Davis, 4,500, absolutely using Corey Davis, particularly if I'm going to follow through on this stack, because now my stack would have Deion Lewis, Marcus Mariota, and Corey Davis. There's a stack on a team I said I would never touch again in my natural life. True. We said that. So the first thing you need to know about DFS, never say never. And then lastly is Maurice Harris. Um, Yeah. Sure. (laughs) The end. Like two experts were big (laughs) on Maurice Harris, and I was like, eh. Fringe guys who didn't quite make the cut, Traquan Smith, but... I don't know how the Dak Prescott thing affects that. I don't think Dak's going to play this week, so I think Traquan's a safe play. But again, New Orleans is at Cincinnati. I don't like him being outdoors. Uh, Sterling Shepard, he's close to value because he's under 5K. Amari Cooper at 5K, but I don't trust Dallas. That's pretty much it. Yep. So, Craig, 
If I had to pick, do you like any? Well, do you like any of these guys this week? Do you look at any um, these guys and you hear my arguments and go, "Yeah, okay, that makes sense. I could use that guy." You no, know, maybe Traquan because he and he's technically outside the value indicator. Yeah, he is. He is. If it's we're just going, so crappy up it top is. there. I, because we're doing the Tennessee stack, I'll say Corey Davis, but I would go with Traquan Smith, who's right outside the line. Fair enough. Fair enough. But really quick, Tennessee receivers, are you ready? Yeah, go for it. Corey Davis. Knew he was there. Cameron Batshon. I have no idea who that is. Batson. No idea who that is. Darius Jennings. Oh, wow. Okay. Tajay Sharp. All right, good. Tajay Sharp is still there. Taiwan Taylor. Oh, that's right. He's the guy who had the big game last week. And then their tight ends are Anthony Frisker. Sure. Michael Pruitt. Now, I want you to one note on that name. Yeah. His name is spelled M-Y, capital C-O-L-E. Michael. I hate that. Uh, Janu Smith. Sure. Luke Stocker and Delaney Walker. Delaney Walker's dead. Isn't he on the IR? Yes. So there's that. So speaking of, all right, so that's a nice transition to the tight ends. Tight end list is very brief this week, and I like one of them. Vance McDonald is only 3,600. Carolina has been giving up fantasy points to tight ends in droves the last couple weeks. I stole now, this from- Now, is Vance their number one target? Because they still have- um... Jesse James. Jesse James. Jesse James was shot at the OK Corral and is dead. Okay, then. Um, yes. Vance McDonald typically outperforms Jesse James. So I like him. Right. Um, Austin Hooper, I've got 11. He's Mr. Consistent. He's, yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> um, and he's only 3,800. But I'd rather use McDonald at 36 than Hooper at 38 just because they're outdoors. If you put that game in Atlanta, I'm using Hooper. But again, I said point. this. I said this last week too. Hooper's best games come when Sanu and or the number three because it's Ridley right now. But last year it was yeah. Yep. <clears throat> uh, what's his name? Uh, Mumbly Joe. <laughs> God, why am I drawing a blank on his name? Mother Shabubu. <laughs> yeah. All right. So Mother Shabubu, <laughs> and, and he when the one or one or both of them are out, that's when Hooper shines. They're all everyone's healthy. Oh, there you go. Everyone's healthy on that end right now. So no, Hooper's yeah. not a great option, and they're outdoors. Mm-hmm. And then the last one is Eric Ebron. Okay, I got to admit, I listened to the guru on this. Okay, the guru convinced me that he's good for ten points. And and at, against at, Jacksonville, yes, yeah, probably at home. Okay, Jack Doyle is healthy. Doyle's going to get the majority of the targets at tight end, but that means Ebron gets split out. In the games that they were both in this year, Ebron split out as a wideout more frequently, as like almost like a slot receiver. Okay, and that's where he did his best. I just can't. You don't think he's going to steal too many catches from him, though? No, I just can't. I just can't. Is Jack see Doyle it. even on your list? Yes. Where is he? I remember uh, rating him. I don't see him. There he is. He's at number fourteen because he's forty three hundred, and I've got him pegged for ten points. I've got him each pegged for ten points. <clears throat> so you know, I so I, if I gotta use one, I'm using Vance McDonald. I'm using Vance McDonald. So. All right, and that's the end of yep. tight ends because I don't want to discuss any further. <laughs> it really is. It's a weak week. It's a weak, as in weak. W e a k. Unstrong. Yes, it's a weak selection in week ten. There we go. Right. Okay, on to defenses. Stay with me, America. <laughs> I'm not endorsing the Cowboys here, but again, what I'm saying every time I whisper, it means I'm doing something crazy. <laughs> I'm endorsing the New Orleans Saints this week. Hear me. They're only 2,200. They are. <clears throat> they need six points. They can probably do that against Cincinnati. One interception, one defensive t- or special team touchdown. An interception. Or, a, I mean, Cincinnati's line is better, but still, they've given up they're a not, couple of they're sacks. They're not stupendous. So they get three sacks and turn two turnovers? 
That's and they limit very, the scoring. It's very possible. All right, so let's say one turnover, three sacks. There's four so points you're just, on DraftKings. You're not worried about their secondary giving up 28 points. And I'll tell you why. Because as much as I hate to say this, because I know you love the Bengals, Andy Dalton flutters balls on occasion. He does, and that is when the picks happen. This when is true. He over or under throws balls. That's when picks happen. New Orleans is not great in coverage, but they're great in recovery coverage. So if you loft one up and it hangs for more than three seconds, three different cornerbacks are going to be underneath that ball. That's when the interceptions happen. So I like the Saints as a value play. If you're asking me who the best defense this week is, it's no question it's the Bears. I'm taking the Bears. Detroit's offensive line is made of cheese. True. This is why Stafford got sacked, what, 10 times last week? Uh, I think so. It was some sort of epic number. But the Bears are 3,600, head and shoulders above everybody else. Do you know who the number two defense is in terms of salary? Who? It's the New York Jets at Buffalo because they're playing the Bills. (laughs) Craig looks at me at one point Sunday and goes, I think we just need to start every defense that plays against Buffalo for the rest of the season. (laughs) Well, the guys at DraftKings hurt him. And they upped the Jets to 3,400. Okay, honestly, Craig. You're sitting there with a defense to fill, and you have $3,500. All right. Do you take the Jets and leave $100 on the table? Or do you say, no, screw it. I'm going to go get the Bears and find a way to cut $100. uh, You're in the middle. You can afford the the Jets, but you're only $100 away from affording the Bears. Wouldn't you, would you taste, take the Jets or would you go back and try to afford the Bears? If I could do it, I would try to get the Bears. But if not, I would be all right with but the Jets. But you would stop and look, right? I would look. You would go back to the I drawing would, board. But if, but if I had, if it means like me not having Thielen in, or not Thielen because he's off. Right. But if it means me not having like Gurley in, then no. Right. But you can't, you can't just sit there and say, okay, I can live with the Jets. Right. And that's the problem. That's the problem. Now, can you live with the Saints? Uh, their defense is not good, and I don't, you know, Dalton's just, I can, he can easily throw for 350 yards against them in like three touchdowns. He could. He could. He could, or, or he could, could be, he could throw for 160 yards and three interceptions. Or, yeah, or you could reverse that yardage number <laughs> and, and change the touchdowns to interceptions. He could. And I think and, that's too much of a question in my mind to start. So, all right, let's move on. Craig's going to open up the DraftKings app. All righty. And we're going to put together a fake lineup uh, because, believe fake. it or not, I Now, are we doing, um, Sunday through Monday, so we have everybody. What's the featured matchup this week? Go into the go into the lobby. All right, That's... go to the NFL lobby and sh- tell me what the. It's probably the one p.m. four p.m. games that are featured. We'll focus on that. Okay, the app is loading. Do 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 do. And we got NFL. While we're doing that, the, I just want to say thanks to everybody who's listening. Uh, thank you for sticking with us throughout the season. It has, you know, last year Craig I think said like during like weeks fifteen through the playoffs. It's been a weird year. Yes. This year, DFS-wise, has been even stranger. This is true. Oh, I mean, it's, uh, it's brutal. All right, so what do you want me to look for? All right, so I want you to go into the NFL lobby. Yep. Uh, under classic matchups. Yep. What does it say the featured time frame is? 1 o'clock, 11 All games. Right, do that. All righty. Do that, because that's where most folks are going to play. And that's because okay. that's where DraftKings and Opus the, open the lowest lineups. Okay. All right. So you got it. You got a freebie open. Just a, a random. Our free roll had spots today, by the way. If you haven't gotten in the free roll yet, Craig, you should get in the free roll before oh, it fills. Nice. Had like 150 slots filled out of 200 before I came over. So. Oh, really? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. Um, We're in a free contest. Okay. Go to quarterback. Uh, I'm at quarterback. Give me Mariota. We're going to play that crazy Tennessee stack. Right. Marcus, 4,700. Okay. Put him in. 
Yep. Go to running back and put in Deion Lewis. Lewis. All right. It's 4,600. Go to wide receiver and put in Corey Davis. Corey. All righty. It's 4,500. All right. So we liked the craziness of the Elijah McGuire idea, right? We did. Go ahead and put him in the other running back slot. We're going to leave the flex open tonight. That's what we're going to do. Okay. That was 3,400. All right. Go to defense. All righty. You know what? No, we're going to save defense. Okay. All right. So we've used value plays at both running backs and quarterbacks. What's right. our numbers looking like in terms we of available? We have 32,800 to use. The average is 6560. Okay. Who do you like at wide receiver this week? Because I really like Michael Thomas, but I'm kind of wicky. I like Odell. Um, I like Julio. Again, oh, I can't do it. I can't back. <laughs> Um, who do you like at wide? Who do you like wide out regardless of salary? Regardless of salary. Huh? Yes, we're looking for chalk plays right now. These are chalk plays. Hmm. And now I kind of like Adams at home against Miami. All right, so put Devonte Adams in. All right, at seven thousand eight hundred. All right, put put Odell Beckham Jr. in the last spot, the last wide out spot. They're playing Monday night, so we cannot. Oh, we can't. Okay, so they're out of the mix. We have uh, twenty five thousand to use. Okay, hold on a second. Let me for four spots. I'm going to my. My non-value sorted. Go into the phone rankings, which my God, I can see. He has switched from a nine and a half inch screen to a four point seven. Yeah, we got to talk about upgrading <laughs> my uh, my phone. All right, here we go. Okay. All right. Brits weekly projections. Opening the spreadsheet. Okay. Um. Hmm. I don't trust Antonio Brown or Julio Jones. Okay. What about Tyler Boyd? We can do that. Put Boyd in because uh, AJ is not playing. Put Boyd in. What do we got? What do we have left open still? Tight end flex and defense. All right, so let's look at some. We tight have ends. 70, 17,500 left to spend. Put, the average is fifty eight thirty. Put Vance McDonald into the tight end. Um, do, 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 do. Type that because I don't know where he is. Don't. When's he playing? Oh, uh, oh, that's think, a night game. Okay, yeah, we can't use him. All right, so your choice of Hooper <laughs> or Ebron. Who do you like better? Um, I, I mean, Atlanta at Cleveland. I, I'm I'm hesitant because of the dome, and I'm hesitant because people yeah. are healthy. But let's go, Ebron. Hold on a second. Let me let me pull Ebron's something up. Ebron's thirty-five. Hold on. There's always Ben Watson at thirty-four. Hold on, stand by. Or Herndon at thirty-one. Okay, Cleveland is giving up an average of sixteen fantasy points to tight ends this year. Okay. Eric Ebron. He's playing Jacksonville. Oh, they're giving up less than ten. Jacksonville. Yes. So put okay. in Hooper. Super de duper. Okay. That's 3,800. Defense. Defense. You love the Bears this week, right? 3,600. Do it. So leftover for your flex spot, you have $10,100. You can literally use anyone you want. You know how much you can use. All right, so read down that lineup. All right. So quarterback, you have Marcus Mariota. Running backs are Deion Lewis and Elijah McGuire. Receivers, Devontae Adams, Tyler Boyd, and Corey Davis. Tight end is Austin Hooper. Flex is open. And you're starting the Bears defense playing Detroit at Chicago. That smells like a great tournament lineup. Don't close this when the podcast I'm ends. I'm not. That I'm means you up. can start whoever you want at flex. Yeah. And let me say that again. Whoever you want at flex. And let me say this again. That is not a full lineup <laughs> and does not. not violate the DraftKings <laughs> terms of service. I love that lineup in the tournament. I don't know if I love it for cash. But I definitely love it because, in a I mean, how many people are going to use a Tennessee stack? <clears throat> Not many, unless you Not listen to this many, podcast. unless you listen to my podcast or you listen to the guys that I listen to that these numbers come from. Because, again... I'm not smart enough to do this on my own. I want I want to respect the fact that I subscribe to like eight or nine different sites. I reference a bunch of guys. So guy number one says to me, oh, Britt, Ben Watson's going to score 73 points this week. I go to guy two, and he says he's going to score six. Guy three <laughs> says he's going to score 15. 
I don't like literally take an immediate average, but I listen to all of them. And then I look at historical perspective. What have they done against similar opponents? And that's when I come up with my projections. So, I mean, that's that's kind of a key component of all of this. So That is. We are way over time. That's awesome. We are over an hour. So let's go to final thoughts. Sure. Uh, my final thought is, you know, uh, winter is coming. So one thing you really have to look for is, like Britt and I mentioned in this podcast, and you have quarterbacks who are used to playing in domes and indoors. They are now going to be throwing, playing outside. Weather's a factor. So Drew Brees and Matt Ryan right now are going to play a game in Ohio at the end of November or mid-November, mm-hmm. and the weather's going to be like 38 degrees and windy. And let's 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 be clear about this. Weather matters. If And, and Drew Brees has always been susceptible to weather. So yes. that's a great point by Craig. Matt Ryan has done better he's, in his splits. Okay. Pay attention to home and away splits for both AKA home field advantage and be dome versus outside. Also, it is time to start thinking about West coast to East coast transitions. If you are the, if you are the LA Raiders and you've got to fly to play the jets, it is a much different game than if the jets are flying to you much different. Weather wise, it is time to start considering those factors. So great point on Craig there. Um, my final point is um, we are coming up on the holiday season. Thanksgiving, believe it or not, is only two weeks away by the wow, time you guys are here. It's this year. It's the 22nd. Yeah, it falls a little bit early because the way the month fell. Um, we will do our Thanksgiving extravaganza, and that will release that morning. So there'll be Thanksgiving games. Uh, there are. I would love to hear from Fig Nation as to whether or not when we do our extravaganza, should we include the Thanksgiving Day games? Because our podcast normally doesn't release until Thursdays on uh, noon on Thursdays. Yeah. If that's that's gonna be late. That's that's tight. That's tight. The game so, starts at one. Right. So maybe we're only gonna encounter the weekend games that week. I don't know. I would like to hear from you guys. Should we release early? Because we record on Wednesday nights. We could release Wednesday night or very early Thursday morning. And then that way you'd have time to hear it before you go and hang out with your family. What are you guys doing for Thanksgiving, Craig? Uh what we usually do, we head to uh my parents' house for the morning breakfast slash my aunt's house because they live next to each other. And then we go to the, my wife's parents. Okay. Uh, yeah, we're going for the first time in like three or four years. We're going to my family. So historically, the last couple of years, we've hosted my wife's family. Um, this year, my wife was like, I love my family, but I need a year off. So we are <laughs> Don't going. Don't we all? And next year, we're on a cruise. <laughs> yeah, Britt's uh, not even going to be here. Next year, Britt's going to be gone for 10 days. That is two episodes that Britt is going to have to hand off to our friend Cinch. I hope I have a job sitting in this chair when I get back. <laughs> Uh, because he does a fantastic job, but we'll see. So in the meantime, enjoy week 10. We are officially more than halfway through the season, Scary. folks. Scary. Remember when we just started the season? Yes. I hope you're doing fantastic in your season long, better than me, because I drafted Cook and Fournette, and I'm just hoping to win like four games this season Cook's at this point. Cook's playing sort of now. Well, maybe. Cook's off this week. Exactly. <laughs> but Fournette is slated to start, so I'm. it's not even a, this Fournette play. It's how many snaps does he take before he starts shaking his head and runs off into the blue tent? Three or four. Oh, if one of those three is a 70-yard touchdown run, I'm fine with it. So. <laughs> okay, that's fair. And and anyway, and we'll be back next week. Um, until then, enjoy week 10 festivities. I am Britt. I'm Craig. We are the Football Fignuts Podcast.